the conversation around identity is one that has always interested me, that always fascinates me, that always leaves me thinking. And the conversation around identity is so critically important for us to be able to live fully, to fulfill purpose, and to be all that we've been created to be. And on this episode, I am taking us back to an episode that I recorded in 2021, Discovering Your True Identity Before You Say I Do. It is absolutely important that if you're a single person, you are not yet married, that you go on that journey of discovering who you are and understanding you before you join your life to another person. And it is for that reason that I am bringing this episode back, particularly at this time of the year. It's a new year. People are planning. People are reflecting. People are strategizing. People are analyzing. Take some time out to go on that identity discovery before you start to run. So on this episode, I shared excerpts from the book that I wrote, Together Forever, Godly Principles on Building a Lasting Marriage. The book is out on Amazon. Please go get it. It's for the single. It's for the married. It's an absolute delight of a book. So let's get into this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Home Podcast. My name is Taya Luku, your host on this show. Do you know that getting married to the absolute love of your life does not guarantee you a life of unending happiness? Truth is, you can very quickly go from deliriously happy to miserable and frustrated. But you don't have to. And that's where this podcast comes in. On this show, I'll discuss real issues couples face on the journey to finding happiness in marriage. And I will also be sharing great tips that can help you intentionally create the marriage of your dreams and build a truly lasting happy home. Follow me on this journey. Please stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Home Podcast. Again, my name is Taya Aluko and you are welcome, welcome, welcome. I am super excited because I wrote a book. I wrote a book. I wrote a book. I wrote a book. Yes, 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 yes. I can proudly say that I am now an author. And today I'm just going to be sharing with you excerpts of my book. My book is called Together Forever. And it's really sharing principles for, you know, building a godly and lasting marriage. As you know, marriage is what I'm so passionate about. Marriage is what I like to talk about the most. I believe strongly that marriage is God's idea. And it was designed as a relationship to have permanency, a relationship to last forever. That is God's idea. Forget about what happens in marriages now. The way God designed it to happen was that you would get married to one person and you would stay married to that one person 
for the rest of your life. I always say that, you know, um, we see a lot of things going wrong with marriages now. It's not the fault of the institution of marriage. It's never the fault of the institution of marriage because marriage is an institution that was created by God. And I strongly believe and know that nothing that God created is bad. Nothing that he created is bad. And so it's not the fault of the institution in itself. I personally hold the opinion that it's really about people, the people in the institution. And this is not to um, cast blame on anyone, but the reality is that marriage is about two people coming to live together, two people taking vows of permanency, two people taking vows of together forever. And that's the name of my book, by the way. Two people taking vows of together forever, wanting to go on a journey of life together forever. So if either of the two people or both of them are not completely whole, it will affect the journey. If either of them are dealing with trauma or issues that are unresolved, it will affect the journey. If either of them have commitment issues, if either of them um, have identity issues, it will affect the journey. And so when there's a challenge or a problem in marriages, you cannot, I personally hold the belief that you need to look at the people And if you fix the people in the marriage, you will fix the issues with the marriage. If you fix the people in the marriage, you find out that you fix the issues in the marriage. And, you know, my book, Together Forever, um, it's really talking about principles for building a lasting and happy marriage. I share godly principles for building a lasting and happy marriage. And if you look at the book, you will find out that the chapters are really focused on you or I or us working on ourselves to be better. Because when we work on ourselves and we are better as human beings, then that better me is going on a journey with someone else who has also worked on himself or herself. So the the two of us who are now in a better state have a better chance of making a success of our marriage. Have a better chance of making a success of our marriage. And so today I'm just going to read some excerpts from the book. I'm really going to be talking about your identity before marriage. And I'm reading from chapter two of the book because I feel that identity is so important. You know, identity who you are or who you've come to understand that you are is so vital. And I've come to realize that oftentimes when we are confused about our identity, it affects the choices that we make in life. And there's no greater tragedy than making a choice of who to marry from a place of a false sense of identity, from a place of a dysfunctional sense of identity or from a place of a warped sense of identity. And so I always say that 
answering the question of identity or resolving the issues around identity is the first thing that you need to do before you even begin to think of, you know, marriage or who you want to marry or choosing a life partner. And so here we go. Chapter two, your identity before marriage. The chapter opened with a quote by Miles Monroe, which is so profound. And it says, the greatest discovery in life is self-discovery. Until you find yourself, you will always be someone else. Become yourself. And that's the reality. Many people are living life as someone else because they have not discovered themselves. And you can never make a success of living life as someone else. Because you were created by the maker, by God, to live life as yourself, to be yourself, to be the full expression and full manifestation of yourself. And so answering the question of identity or resolving issues around identity is so important. And I start by saying in my book, the subject of identity discovery is one that many pay little or no attention to before venturing into a relationship. Some are wrongly matched because they lack the real knowledge of who they are. Your decisions are highly influential, are highly influenced, pardon me, by whoever you perceive yourself to be. And if you have a wrong perception of yourself, you will make wrong decisions in life. Some life experiences have a way of painting the false image of who we are. This is what makes many people lose their identities. And that is the truth because, you see, we've all been on a journey. We all have experiences and not all these experiences are positive. Some are very negative and they have shaped who we believe ourselves to be. So we kind of have formed an identity or an image of ourselves based on the experiences that we have been through in life. And oftentimes, those experiences were negative, and it has helped us to arrive at a false identity. And that false identity is holding us bound because it's affecting the choices that we make. For instance, when you hear people say that they are not good enough, and so they feel they are not deserving of certain blessings because they feel perhaps they have been bad. Maybe you grew up hearing you are not good enough, you are less than this, or you grew up being told by your parents that you are the black sheep of the family, you're a bad child. And so because you have that imprinted in your brain, you then begin to feel that because you're a bad child, you don't deserve the best because you yourself are not good. And so in making choices in life, you never really aspire for the best. You never really aspire for the good. You feel that you can only be with certain kinds of people. And, you know, so those are the ways in which your identity begins to become distorted. And you can imagine going into marriage with that kind of distorted identity. First of all, it's going to affect the choice of who you marry, and then it's also going to affect the things that you allow yourself to be subjected to when you get married. Now, moving on, many desperately seek someone to love them, and such desperation can be traced to not knowing 
who they are. When you do not know who you are, how can anyone know how to relate with you? Some do not even love themselves. How can such a person love another as the Bible admonishes? You know, the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. And even though it seems so simplistic, it's so tragic or it's such a tragedy that many people really do not love themselves. And it's not that I outrightly say I hate myself, but in the things that I allow myself to be subjected to, I can tell whether I love myself, whether I value myself. And so sometimes you don't even realize that you don't place value on yourself. But if you step back and begin to think about the things that you allow yourself to go through, the things that you allow yourself to be subjected to, you can begin to, from that point, begin to analyze, am I really placing value on myself? Do I really love myself? If you do not start by loving yourself, you can't love your neighbor. And so the first point is to begin to ask yourself, do I love myself? Do I see myself the way God sees me? Because in the eyes of God, we are precious and invaluable beings. And that's why he sent his only son to die for us, to redeem us. So the first starting point is to ask yourself, how much value do I place myself as a, on myself as a person? How do I see myself? How do I see myself? How have I defined myself? Who have I called myself to be? You know, so these are the things that you need to look at when you begin the journey of discovering your identity. Now, understand who you are. The journey to identity discovery begins with the question, who am I? And that is such an important life question. Who am I? Who am I? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? In the quiet moments, who are you? Having an understanding of who you are is so vital in your life decision. When you are well informed on your strengths, your weaknesses, your talents, your values, your beliefs, and cognitive ability, you can juxtapose them with those of your partner to find alignment. Also, knowing your partner helps you to know what to expect in marriage so that you can make the right decision. And so it's important for you to be able to sit back and ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? When you want to find an answer to that question, you need to go back to your source. That's the only way, place to find an answer to the question, who am I? Go back to your source. Who is your source? My source is God Almighty. He created me and all mankind. He put us on earth. So he is the only one that can answer the question of identity. Who are you? Who are you created to be? Once you are able to answer that question and get clarity around it, then you can be able to learn to love yourself because you see, first of all, knowing that you were created in the image and likeness of God begins to give you an inkling and an understanding into who you are. You are precious. 
You are valuable. You are priceless. You are a person sent to the world with an assignment, with purpose, with power and authority. You are not worthless. Do not let the things that you've gone through in life define you. You are not worthless. You are not worthless. And so, proceeding with the book, on the journey to your identity discovery, you also will need to understand your personality and temperament, among other things. It's very important. What I came to realize was the fact that my personality and my temperament, they are integral parts of who I am. And God never made a mistake. Okay, so let's say that I am very bubbly or I'm very outgoing or I'm very lively. And maybe when I was young, I used to be very talkative and chit-chatty. And maybe you grew up in a home where your parents would always say to you, you talk too much, keep quiet. You talk too much, stop asking questions. And you've suppressed over the years. The truth of the matter is God made you bubbly, lively, chit-chatty, for a reason, for a reason, because the assignment that you are to fulfill on earth is only a bubbly, lively, chit-chatty person that can fulfill that assignment. And so even though your parents in growing up perhaps unknowingly try to suppress the essence of who you are, you can't come to a place of realizing that that was not meant to be suppressed. You can't come to a place of realizing that you need to bring back that original you because there's an assignment that that original you needs to fulfill. I tell you the place of identity is so important. It's so, so important. It's so important. And so I always say to couples that Before you go on a journey of marriage, go on a journey of discovering who you really are. Go on a journey of discovering who you really are. You will find that when you get to know yourself and love yourself, you will begin to attract those who value the value that you carry. When you get to know yourself, and love yourself, you will attract those who value the value that you carry. You will attract your kindred spirit. You will attract your kind. It is so important. And when you get to know yourself, you eliminate confusion and you're able to take better decisions, not just about marriage, but about your goals, about your vision, about your value, about the things that you want for yourself, about where you want to go, about your life's purpose and your mission. Once you are able to answer the question of identity, you can become yourself in all your beauty and your glory. You can fully function as the best version of yourself. You can be free to be authentic. You can be free to be you. You can be free to begin to express all the value that you carry. Once you begin to understand who you are, 
you can begin to even see your strengths. You can begin to go on a journey of making the most of your strengths. You can begin to understand your weaknesses and begin and start to go on a journey of how to, you know, work on your weaknesses in such such that they do not get in the way of you fulfilling purpose. And so understanding the importance of your identity, it cannot be overemphasized. And that's what I want to share with you on this episode because many people, many young couples, many ladies, many men, men, young men are making choices daily and they're making those choices from a warped sense of identity, from a dysfunctional sense of identity. And it's tragic because these are choices that will go with you for the rest of your life. And so I want you to take time out reflect, ponder on this question. Who are you? Go on a journey of finding yourself. Go on a journey of knowing yourself. Go on a journey of loving yourself. Go on a journey of embracing yourself. Go on a journey of healing yourself from past hurt, from past trauma. Go on a journey from, of freeing yourself. If you need to get help, please do. Help is always available. Help is always available. We were not created to work this life alone. And so do not deny yourself of the help that you need. If you need to help, reach out to me. You can reach me. I will put my social media handles in the show notes. Reach out to me. And let's do this together. You are incredible. You are valuable. You are full of power and purpose. And you were meant to shine and sparkle. That is your true identity. And that's where I want to leave you today. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Happy Home Podcast with Taye Aluko. I will see you on the next episode. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Happy Home Podcast please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, or Spotify. Check out my website, www.tayealuku.coach for other great resources. You'll find the link to my website in the show notes. You will also want to get my happy home affirmations. These are eight powerful audio affirmations that will completely transform the energy in your home. Link is also in the show notes. See you on the next episode. God bless.